Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Border to Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready. Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Big show. Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Gary Ellerson with the week off. Leroy Butler. Adam Roberts producing the show today. Going to dive back into some Green Bay Packers talk. Training camp underway this week. It's great to have the Packers back. First practice gets underway tomorrow. No one better to cover the team. Bring in our guy from the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com, Ryan Wood. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Woody, how you doing today? Great. How's it going, guys? Good. It's good to hear from you again. It's been a little while, but uh, getting underway with training now, wait, camp. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Now, what do you... What did we have to do to have a platinum, <laughs> just one of the best journalists in the world? I, his kids told me to say this, by the way. I mean, this guy is just truly amazing. I mean, what do we? I mean, what do we owe the pleasure? I mean, <laughs> well, Leroy, getting to talk to a bona fide Hall of Famer. Oh, people are just throwing up now. These guys need to stop. <laughs> I saw that gold jacket. I saw that gold jacket, Leroy. Hey, Ryan, you know me. You know I put it back because I would get it dirty, right? That's it. Maybe put this back and I would get ketchup on it. I don't want to do that. So, Hey, it's your gold jacket. You can do whatever you want with that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's one of these cry if you want to. It's my party type deal. I don't think <laughs> But, Woody, I do have a question for you. Uh, the first thing I thought about was, uh, matter of fact, it was a show me and Toby did together 
a month and a half ago, and we were talking about one of the biggest questions. It was going into the mandatory camps. And then, but it was, it changed because one of the first things we talked about is I wanted to see LaFleur Goody get an extension. That's the first thing I talked about. I wanted to see that happen because I'm a big LaFleur guy. And then Spectrum News 1 um, with Dennis Krause and Gary, Dennis asked me, what's your biggest question going into training camp last week? I said, the first thing I would like to see is when the first team offense is out there, I must see David Bottiara out there. And then he looked like, oh, well, that's going to happen, right? I said, I don't know. That's one of the things I want to see. So what did, what was your reaction when the Pup uh, news came out? It's a big deal. It's a problem. And, I mean, just think about it. This is ACL, 9- to 12-month window. Not every, not every ACL is the same, but 9- to 12-month window. He tore his ACL on New Year's Eve of 2020. We're, we're past 18 months, and I understand he got on the field for 27 snaps in the finale at Detroit last year, but he's had multiple surgeries at this point. He has had multiple setbacks at this point. He had the setback last year when he came back to practice and had to shut it down again, got a surgery. He had the setback after Detroit. They thought Everyone thought that he'd be able to play in the playoffs, wasn't able to, had to shut it down again. And just if, if, if you heard, you know, he, he spoke with Cheesehead TV after – Yep. season about the knee and he talked with us as well the, the the problem going on is the excess fluid in his knee if you know anything about how david bakhtiari blocks his pass pro the key to his game is the uncommon flexibility that he has in his base that for for a man that size it, it's all built on flexibility well you got that excess fluid in your knee you don't it, that, that takes away your flexibility that 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 it's it's uncomfortable it's painful and you can't bend the way that you you're used to bending and i mean it just feels at this point it's getting further and further away from the question being whether or not david bakhtiari can ever be the first team all pro the potential future hall of famer that he was on a, a trajectory to be and whether or not he's ever going to play again you know and I'm not, I'm not saying he's not but it's moving closer to that and, and hopefully he does for for his sake i mean it's one of the, the pleasures of, of watching this team is watching David Bakhtiari in pass pro. Uh, but second straight PUP for uh, an injury that, that it's, it's getting on well past the window that you're, you, people recover from this thing, all the setbacks, all the surgeries, it's problematic. Mm. Yeah, and then looking at this offensive line, you got Elton Jenkins coming back from an ACL injury as well. What kind of timeline do we have on him? And what are we looking at across that offensive line uh, for during training camp? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at Elton Jenkins likely not being ready to play for the start of the regular season week one. Now, keep in mind that these pup rules. All right, a couple things. You can't start the season on pup unless you start training camp on pup. If you have an injury, if you start training camp on, on the active roster and then you have an injury, they IR you. That's different. Now, the difference between IR and, and PUP is not as significant as it used to be. It used to be six games that you missed if you started the season on PUP and three games for the IR designated return. Now both of those are four. So you're, you're looking at uh, two fewer games that, that, you, that you'd miss if you start the season on PUP as opposed to, to years past. So that that's helpful. But I mean, you're, you're looking at potentially 
Yash Nyman as the week one left starting left tackle. We'll see whenever we get a chance to see David Boxiari on the field and, and, and talk to him uh, if if he has a chance to, to be ready for week one. We have no idea, but the, the, it's certainly that the possibility is out there, and it's probably a strong possibility that you're looking at Yash Nyman being a, a week one starting left tackle. We saw him eight games last year. Hold down his own. He played a good blind side for Aaron Rodgers last year, but he also was passed over at the end of the year and, and wasn't on the, on the starting line uh, for Billy Turner instead when, when the playoffs came and, and, and he, he was on the sidelines. So uh, he, he's going to have a very active, Josh and I have a very active uh, training camp. And then all the, these new guys, they drafted three offensive linemen. There's going to be a lot of competition on the interior and if Josh Nyman is, in fact, the starting left tackle, who's the starting right tackle? That was a big question before, and it seemed if David Bakhtiari was ready to go, you just slide Josh Nyman in on the right side. Well, if he's got to go to the left side, that's a big that's a big position battle. Who's going to be the starting right tackle? Talking with Ryan Wood from the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com as Packers training camp gets underway. One other guy that went on the PUP list that I think surprised some people, Christian Watson, do you have an update on what exactly is going on with Christian Watson? No, we don't know why that was, and it was a surprise. Obviously, Christian Watson went through OTAs and mini camps, so it's something that's happened since the middle of June. Uh, that's that, that that there's a sliding scale on how significant that is. If he's back in a in a couple days a week, then you know, okay. But if if he takes some significant time, is not able to practice. What has Aaron Rodgers said all throughout the off season? He doesn't need to do extra. He doesn't need to do the OTAs because training camp provides a large enough platform. Uh, the, the format of training camp is, is extensive enough to get these rookie receivers up and running. That, that's all fine. That works so long as they're able to practice. But if they can't practice, they can't participate, that's mm-hmm. shrinking your window to get these new guys who, you know, a guy like Christian Watson, by necessity, by default, is going to have a role in this offense as a rookie. He's got to get up to speed. And there's, as we know, there's learning Matt LaFleur's playbook and then Aaron Rodgers' offense. And that's just time that he hasn't had a lot of yet. And he needs as much of that. Any rookie receiver needs as much as that as you can get. So it's, it's going to definitely be something to keep an eye on. Yeah. They, uh, didn't they sign that USFL uh, tight end guy, Canella? I think that's how you say his name. Because uh, the tight end position, you just don't know what's going on there. Because I know they're going to use some multiple tight end sets, but I guess Josiah DeGore would be the starter. Um, and then um, 84 is going to play because he's your only pass catching option um, at this point. But how do you think that? Because I would just want to go to offense line right in the tight end because they're going to run the ball with these dual backs without Devontae Adams. The tight end position is very important. Yeah, I mean, some of the offensive line, wait till the reinforcements come back. That's what the tight end position is, right? But wait yep. till Robert Tunyon comes back. And until then, it's going to be patchwork. It's going to, you know, you've got Mercedes Lewis there, who's that classic inline blocker. Uh, but he, you know, he, he's he, he's had a, f- a handful of catches each of the past few seasons, but uh, too much is, you know, there's a fine line there with how much you want to even use him at this stage in his career in the passing game. He's a blocker. Josiah DeGuar, Tyler Davis, they had some flashes last year. Brian Gudikins has been singing Tyler's da- Tyler Davis's praises all offseason. Uh, Josiah DeGuar is a former third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's important to keep in mind with Josiah DeGuar, 
he wasn't drafted to be a move guy at tight end. He was not drafted to be a pass catcher at that position. He was drafted as a Swiss army pocket knife that could line up everywhere. Sometimes be a fullback an H back a lead blocker out of the, out of the backfield. Yes. Provide some of that pass catching too, but really the versatility in this game is kind of a, a tight end fullback hybrid is the reason why Matt LaFleur wanted him in the offense. The, the, the design was never for him to be a Robert Tunyon. So until Robert Tunyon comes back, it's going to be patchwork and you just, you, you, you hope that, that that ACL heals as quickly as possible. Do, do you know any details yet of the extensions for LaFleur and Gutekunst? Or is it still too? Uh, they haven't really released the numbers yet, or how long it is. Well, they're not going to release. You know how they are. You know, oh, yeah. They're not going to release the years and the numbers. They just, you know, they, they didn't even they didn't even announce the team that that it happened, which was bizarre, because if you're coming off this this period of uncommon success as they are, Matt Lafleur has the most wins, regular season wins, in the first three years of his tenure yeah. than any coach in NFL history. Brian Gutekunst has built a tremendous roster that has back-to-back top overall seeds fin- finishing in the NFC playoffs, uh, you would want to trumpet those extensions. You would want to tell the, the fan base, hey, these people who are good people are people. We're rewarding them. That, that seems like a positive thing to say. So it's a little bizarre that, that Mark Murphy wouldn't uh, – just go out and, and say, and they've done that in the past. I mean, it's it's been a, uh, several years, but in the past they've they've announced these these extensions. So, um, you know, it, it was a little bizarre, but no, we we know that it's happened, and it's not at all a surprise that it, the shock would be if they hadn't been extended this year. Matt Lafleur, after three years, and, and Brian Gutekunst was hired in in 2018. The shock would be if they hadn't been extended. To say that they've been extended is kind of like saying the sky is blue. It's 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 very obvious that that yeah, another thing uh, uh, that was kind of a head scratcher for me for a guy that's in the community uh, like AJ Dillon, you would think that the guy would be treated treated with more respect. Uh, do you know anything about the review or the investigate whatever word wording you want to use to find out what's going on there? Because I, I know that no discipline is going to happen, but it just it just was a bad look the guy just wanted to do yeah i mean do the leap I, I'm, I'm confused especially if he was escorted down there anyway it's not like he was breaking in something the guy plus well, his home base first of all why does aj Dillon need to be escorted down to to, to interact with fans uh, on the field at lambeau field like he he's a, a premier name on the green bay packers that that stadium bowl is filled with packers fans uh, what what we ask now of, of professional athletes is to give more to the fan base, not, not, not to be reclusive, but to be interactive and, and to give their time. And AJ Dillon has been phenomenal with yes. that. I mean, just, you know, his connections with door County, the way he's embraced Wisconsin in the area, he, this isn't a one-off thing. This is who AJ Dillon is. He is very engaging with the fan base and has been since the moment he arrived. And isn't that what you want? Absolutely. Professional athletes. Why, why, why does, you know, and AJ Dillon said that he was asked by security to, you know, come back. But, but why would he even need permission? He's AJ Dillon. He's interacting with fans. That's a good thing for the Green Bay Packers. It's a good thing for the city to see. Uh, so that, that start there. That That's a surprise. But yeah, anyone that's seen that video, um, I, I'm sure it had the same reaction that I did, which was uh, my, my eyebrows went up. Like, what? 
<laughs> what was that? Like, are, are, really? Are, are, are you? I, I don't know if the, the if the police officer was a Minnesota Vikings fan. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's the most logical thing that I could come up with because, I, you know, short of that, I, I just you wonder what what are you doing? Like, what what are you doing there? Yeah, I would have um, just you know, obviously the Green Bay police. The Green Bay police came out with with a statement and said that they're you know looking into the incident. We'll, we'll see what what Matt Lafleur says tomorrow about it. I'm sure he'll be asked, but uh, that yes. that was a head scratcher. Yeah, I just would have issued an apology, you know, to the guy because I don't think you should ever put your hands on anybody. I mean, trust me, there's a lot of criminals out there with all this crime that <laughs> you could do. Not not a good guy. I mean, especially when he wants to do the leap. I mean, come on. I, I mean, yeah, the most amazing celebration ever, but. Um, I just appreciate, you know, you covering it sometimes. You know, sometimes we can forget forget about the, the small things going into training camp because, as you said, they're going to ask him about it. But do you see him also in having a lead role in running the ball, or do you see him them splitting it 50-50 with Aaron Jones real quick? Oh, it's going to be a two-back system. That's what it yeah. was last year. That's what it'll be this year. I think the big thing that'll be interesting is to see if Aaron Jones moves around the formation uh, more to, to – utilize his pass receiving skills but also compensate for the lack thereof with the guys getting paid to catch passes right mm-hmm. uh and aj Dillon, more of that traditional you know running back he's got some receiving skills but but more of a runner to get both of those guys on the field at the same time maybe more than they did last year something that in the final year of jamal williams they, they had jamal williams and aaron jones on the field together quite a bit as part of just getting your best 11 out there you want your best 11 out there offensively Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are going to be sharing the field together so how they how they facilitate that will be uh, important Ryan appreciate you for joining Thanks us lot, keep buddy. up the great work man excited that Packers training camps finally getting underway absolutely take care guys there you heard from Ryan Wood on the Schneider Orange hotline Schneider is hiring drivers right now for more info call them 844 pride to go to schneiderjobs.com that's 844 pride or go to schneiderjobs Com. We'll get into some more Packers talk. Also, Jerry Jones was talking to the media. Made an interesting comment about Mike McCarthy. We'll play that next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Big show, final hour. Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Gary Ellerson with the week off. Leroy Butler is here. Adam Roberts is here. We're glad you're here as well. At Wendy's, you can get yourself some hot and crispy fries. Wendy's knows everyone hates cold and soggy fries. And that's why Wendy's serves them up hot and crispy all day, every day. Natural cut, skin on potatoes, fried to golden perfection and perfectly sprinkled with sea salt, just the way they should be. Plus, Wendy's fries aren't like other fries. They're not hot one second, cold the next. They're served up hot and crispy every single time, standing up to any dip you throw at them. So grab your favorite sauce, or maybe a Frosty if you're into that sort of thing, and taste the difference hot and crispy can make. Head to Wendy's today and get your order of hot and crispy fries at participating U.S. Wendy's. I'm glad you were talking about the fries at Wendy's, Toby. I actually got a uh, alert on my phone because I have the Wendy's app on my phone, and it appears as though if you have a mobile order for any Frosty, you can get a free 
medium fry in app when you place your order. Well, now we're so talking. So best of both worlds. Yeah. Now we're talking. Oh boy! You get that fry, you get that frosty. Mm, that sounds good. So training camps are getting underway across the NFL. So tomorrow the Packers get their first practice underway. Veterans reporting today. So I'm assuming we'll get Matt LaFleur and Goody and those guys talking tomorrow. Well, today the Cowboys are talking, and Jerry Jones had this to say about Mike McCarthy. I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He would not be, and I have choices. <laughs> I don't think he meant to say that last. <laughs> I got choices. <laughs> I, I know he's trying to reinforce, because listen, and I know Jerry Jones pretty good. Okay? He, he hear all this stuff that everybody thought he was going to fire McCarthy. Mm-hmm. He sees all of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people talk about it, but he's into a five-year plan and know that it's going to be different. But, I mean, McCarthy just got there, Cowboy fans. I mean, he's never even completed his third year. I mean, just two years. And now Amari Cooper's gone, and they got some injuries at wide receiver. So uh, I don't think they got a – I don't think they signed Schultz to a long-term deal. I think they franchise tagged him to tight end. So they're going to score points or whatever. The defense did improve, but – I think a lot of people are going to take what he said that last yeah. part and say, oh, you know what? Maybe you are looking around. And the young man who was down in um, New Orleans, it was something to that. Uh, their former coach. Sean Payton? Yeah, they were like, well, maybe he's going there. Mike McCarthy. But, I mean, come on, Cowboys. Well, do you, do you think mean, McCarthy's the guy to get it done or no? Well, he's done it before. Mm-hmm. So it took – it take coaches a while to get – you know, you got a new fan base – and a new roster, you got a quarterback, uh, you got a running back, you have all the everything. But it, but let's be honest, every year the, the Cowboys is going to win the Super Bowl if you're a Cowboy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Every year this happens. But for a lot of teams, you normally don't hear the owner uh, talk about it right next to the coach. That he has options. I got choices, man. I, I mean, got choices. choices. So and I think he <laughs> kind of meant it to say that, you know, he chose McCarthy because he wanted a coach that has won a Super Bowl before and can kind of put together an offense that can score a lot of points. Well, they did that. So they're trying to do everything else. So I think the, I think he thought maybe people would understand what I'm thinking, but no. No. Oh, well, they're the going to have a lot of pressure on him, him and Kellen Moore. Both those guys are going to have loads and loads of pressure. You don't have Amari Cooper there anymore, so there's going to be pressure on CeeDee Lamb to step up. Michael Gallup, when he gets back on the field, extra pressure on him. Ezekiel Elliott's really going to have to step up because you paid him all that money, and he's looked like a shell of himself over the last couple of seasons. I think Pollard's actually the better running back out there right now. And then Dak Prescott, obviously, is going to have a lot of pressure. Dak looks good, though. He does. He looks good. He does. Ever since he worked on that throw-in with whoever it was, I don't know who it was, but he does that weird hip thing. (laughs) Ever since he did that, he's a good good quarterback. He's solid. Yeah, high-volume quarterback. If Michael Parsons can put together a defense player of the year, and then, of course, uh, they got one of the top corners. So their defense is very optimistic, but if you look deep into the numbers, they give up a lot of big plays. But it was a lot better than what it used to be. When it, their defense is giving up a ton of yards. Oh, yeah. But now it's one of these things where 
you look in that division, the division you know very well, with the Commanders won the um, division, what, two years ago? What, seven, seven or eight? Seven, seven and nine or something. Yeah, but now yeah. they got 17 wins. So and you're thinking Philly is the one team in that division that has all the pieces in everything they need. Well, and they got better. They yeah. brought in A.J. Brown. Yes, and had a great, a great draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be an intriguing one. If there's anything I know about the NFC East, it's that the team that won it the mm-hmm. year before won't yeah. win it again the next year. I don't think they've had a repeat <laughs> yes, champion right. since, like, 2003. Oh, wow. And I don't know what the Giants are doing. I really don't. <laughs> I, I just don't. No don't, one does. No one does. I don't know what it is. Well, want to get back into the Green Bay Packers. As much as it's fun to talk about the Cowboys, who cares about the Cowboys, right, Leroy? Yeah, it's the Green Bay Packers we want to talk about. What are the biggest question marks <laughs> heading into Packers training camp? You can give us a call on the Van Horn Direct Toll-Free Talk Line, 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at vanhornauto.com, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. You know, we've talked through some of these. Leroy, what would be your biggest question mark going into training camp for the Packers? Offensive line, number one. I mean, Jenkins. Um, not being there, Batyar can't be there. Now, remember, these guys at PUP, they can activate them at any time. I mean, it's not the one at the beginning of the season that you have to guarantee to be out six games or something. They kind of change all that wording, whatever. I just know when they do the first practice, you won't see the, the 11 guys you're going to start against Minnesota. That's an advantage of everybody in the league. When you do your first meeting, and when you go to practice, you got the 22 guys that either started or some starting experience. You're going to be ahead of everybody because when everybody's teaching, you're coaching. The teaching was when they draft you to now. Now you just got to coach. You don't have time for Christian Watson to go on PUP. I, normally guys that fast is probably a hamstring, but mm-hmm. I don't know that. So he's going to miss some time with – you know, in a position that people are going to look at wide receiver. So even if somebody calls up and say, well, it's offensive line, but now it's wide receiver. But if Watson was out there, it wouldn't be receiver because you got everybody. But now people are going to say, well, we're back to receiver again. So do you, the Julio Joneses of the world or the Will Fuller's guys who are not signed, I'm sure those guys will be signed soon because when training camp kicks off, you're a veteran, you want to get into camp. But to me, I got to say offensive line again. I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking for a journeyman offensive line to come in there, but not a Billy Turner thing looks bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe just kept it, you know? Because he's just having a guy there at your right tackle makes you feel good about it. So if Nash is your left tackle, even if you gave him help, who's your right tackle? Now, your two guards, you're set. We're running the Newman, you're set. Yeah, and you should and be set. You should be set, set up center. up the middle. It's a question yeah, of the tackle. Interior is fine. Yeah, but tackle left tackle. That's Aaron Rodgers' blind spot. Mm-hmm. So now you take away the top receiver, 169 targets, and your top left tackle. It's going to be difficult how you well, can call your plays. I'm I'm confident with Nijman at left tackle because we saw enough of him last year. Like okay. that, I'm confident with him at left. T- I'm not confident at right tackle. Like you said, like you you let go of. Billy Tur- who are we throwing out there? Well, they had Kelly there. He was serviceable, but the, and that's the thing. Like uh, you know, yeah. you saw serviceable Cold is Van fine. I, I, need to go. I don't. But you need a solid offensive line with Aaron Rodgers back Thanks. there, and that's what you're going to be missing with some of these guys yes. being out, letting Turner walk. Who knows when Jenkins gets back on the field? I mean, we, we took for granted 
mm-hmm. with these injuries that these guys come back and they're ready right away. Right. Well, you just saw with David Bakhtiari. Who knows? So yeah. hopefully we don't have a similar situation there with Elton Jenkins, but you never know. So at some point we assume he's going to get back out on the field, but last year we assumed that Bakhtiari would be starting at least after, you know, what, the midpoint of the season? And you yeah, saw what no happened there. So I don't think the Packers are going to go into this season thinking, well, Jenkins will be on the field at some point. They're just going to almost look like, like that as a cherry on top. Oh, I they always think. err on the side of caution, and which they should. But I was surprised to see Mason Crosby on there. Yeah. But you won't need to kick a real field goal for a while. You can bring somebody <laughs> well, in. Well, hopefully you can that. kick those real field goals this year. We need yeah. some of that for Absolutely. Mason Crosby. That's true. That's we true. definitely need that. Yeah. Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line is open, 855-830-8648. If you want to hop in on the conversation, what are the biggest question marks heading into the Packers training camp? First practice tomorrow, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. More of the Wendy's Big Show comes up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show, final hour here. Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer alongside Leroy Butler, Adam Roberts producing the show today. And at Wendy's, you can get yourself a strawberry frosty. Make sure you get these things, man. They're running out pretty soon, I'd assume, because summertime is winding down. We got training camp starting up. Go get yourself a strawberry frosty. And when you get yourself a strawberry frosty, well, the time to enjoy yourself is just going to be built right in. They're so rich and creamy, your straw won't cut it. And finishing one's going to take you, man, at least 15 minutes. So make sure you check your watch. Is it frosty time yet? And by that we mean, is it time for you and your frosty and kicking back and doing whatever goes best with the best treat of the summer? These frosty treats won't last long. So when it's frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. What are the biggest question marks heading into Packers training camp? One thing that... I think is interesting with this Packers team, Leroy, going into Mm -hmm. this year, and I don't know the last time it's been this way. There's question marks about 
almost every position on offense, almost everyone except for quarterback with Rodgers. And maybe right. you can even say there's questions there on how they're going to use him in the preseason. But running back, you know, how are they going to use them? Receivers, obviously big. You mentioned offensive line, tight mm-hmm, end. Mm-hmm. And then you look on the defensive side of the ball, and you're like, oh, boy. I don't know that I'm all that worried about him. I'm, yeah, like you, yeah. you got little questions here and there, but it's nothing too, too bad. You've never seen a bumper sticker that says offense does anything. <laughs> Defense wins stick, championship. Deep, that's, that's the bumper sticker. That's it. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, people peel it off your car. If you can't stop nobody, you ain't going to win a lot of games. So it made sense for Gutekunst, um to – and congratulations to him and Matt for getting their extension when they had announced it, whenever. But – you got to stop people. And then knowing that, you'll get more opportunities because you got three of your good up-and-coming uh, cornerbacks. Uh-huh. So it puts a lot of stress on the safeties. So the landscape of this particular team, when they get together, is, you know, what's the message going to be? And I think it should be finished. You know, they got to finish what they've started. 39-10 and 10 over three years is good, but where's the Super Bowl? You know, if you look at um, – Kyle Shanahan uh, went to a Super Bowl. Didn't win it, but he went. And you look at uh, Sean McVay. Those are kind of his guys because they all coach together. Um, so Matt will be the last guy to you know get to a Super Bowl and win it. So that's all the focus has to be. But when you have so many uh, particular guys not there, imagine how good this team would be if they had Jenkins there and Batiar there. And they had Tanya in there, who I'm a big fan of. Did, I mean, it's, it's different. Oh, it would be a lot fewer questions. Like, we'd be confident exactly. that they could probably run the football. We'd be confident yes. in the protection. You'd think, all right, at least he's got a, a weapon at tight end that you, you know, has proven throughout his career that he can be a, a decent commodity. You don't have any of that stuff. And so, you know, you look at the defensive side of the ball and – Hopefully that gives you some confidence, but then when you start deep diving again, now that we get into it with training camp starting, you look on the offensive right. side and you're like, uh, there's not a whole lot that I'm really confident in on this offense. And see, that thing about this particular offense, though, you don't need a lot of stars. You just need the guy to do their job. So now you're going to see Matt LaFleur's true offense. His true offense, when he sat down with uh, Mark Murphy and said, this is what I'm going to run. Now, although you had a well, Hall of Fame so what's going to be the difference between the offense we see this year and the offense mm-hmm. we saw last year and the years before? Oh, that's a good question. I think you're going to see a lot of play action, a lot of movement. Um, speaking from a defensive player, whenever you move somebody, we're not the smartest in the world. <laughs> we're just not, because it makes us reassess, and we don't like doing that. But if you come out of the huddle and nobody moves, we got you, we got you. But if you come out, shift the tight end over. Now the slot guy goes in motion. He sets, and now the other guy goes all the way over and create a slot to, from the left to the right. There's a lot going on there, but you got to break the huddle, as you talked about. you got to break the huddle a little bit early to do a lot of that. So this is the offense that's going to run a lot of perimeter runs to where they can pick their holes and run. That'll, the clock management will get better. But cause traditionally, if I had to guess, I think Matt LaFleur's offense averaged around 28 points in three years a game. It may be 26, 25. But you got to be efficient because Aaron Rodgers is not going to turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. You don't have two guys that fumble a lot. But it it does put stress on your offense to be better in the two-minute drills. 
the two minute drills are something that you rely on your quarterback to do. You kind of it's your show, but if you don't really have good chemistry, then it can be stalled, and that can make you struggle with a lot of these teams. So, looking at the running game, what do you you know? If you were head coach, you're Matt Lafleur. Mm-hmm. How are you running? Do I get his money too? <laughs> if you and want his it, looks, yeah. And yeah, his sure, looks? sure. Why not? Why okay. not? Right. So you get to make all the decisions here, Matt Lafleur. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. What What are you doing in terms of running the ball? Are you giving the ball to AJ Dillon more? Are you using AJ or Aaron Jones out of the backfield a little more? How are you deciphering and varying up the touches for these guys, dividing well, them up? What I would do is I would go with the hot guy, but most of the, the traditional part would go through thirty three. I have both in the backfield and a shotgun. Okay, Love right having next, both those guys on the field at yeah, the same time. Next to uh, Rodgers. I'm going to motion out uh, Aaron. I'm going to motion him out to the slot. And then if that linebacker leaves to follow him, I'm giving the ball right to A.J. Dillon right up the middle. If he doesn't leave, it's a defensive back following him. You still have the numbers you want. Then you can throw it to him out there in the swing pass. Or I could do a screen. It's a lot of things you could do with both of them in the backfield. But sometimes coaches don't like doing that because both of them being in the backfield, you one of them can get hurt or both of them can get hurt. So you want to try to just one guy's in there. One, it'd be great if they had a traditional fullback, like two of them on the roster. They can run a lot of eye backs, like a lot of play action, but that's going to be Josiah DeGora. If they can do that, now, you know, you can. it's a lot of things you can do so in this then particular offense. So then going off that, because you mentioned that, you know, you don't want to put them on the field because what if happens if one gets hurt. You can say that about any position. but I, Absolutely. I, yeah, right, but right. I think that's why it's important, too, that you have some of these backups show that they're worthy yes. as a third running back, whether it's Kylan Hill coming back from injury, Patrick Taylor. Patrick Taylor, the, I'm a big Patrick Taylor. These guys are going to have an opportunity because, you know, if you are going to put those guys on the field at the same time, well, that's a snap they just played together. You didn't give either one of them a rest. So maybe you're going to yeah. have to bring in that third running back more. So they're going to have an opportunity. And to be honest with you, this offense going into this season, outside of Dylan and outside of Jones, mm-hmm. you, the touches are up for grabs. If you come out yes. there and earn them, yes then we'll find a way to get you on the field because basically outside of those two, mm-hmm. no one on this roster, I mean, Randall Cobb, you know his pedigree, but Elizard, even so, he's yeah. a little bit older. Yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of touches open on this offense. And if you come out and play well, you know what? You earned it. I'll find a way to get you on the field. Devontae had 169 targets. They're going to go somewhere. He's going <laughs> to spread them around. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones is going to get maybe a bulk of them. Lazard's going to get a bulk of them. And then, you know, and the guy I really want to be the true number one, Sammy Watkins, he's going to get a lot of opportunities. If he can get to where he was the number four overall pick, the speed, the – see, he has the mental capacity that I like because you just listen to a guy. You know, this is a guy myself that has that takes therapy. Just listen to a guy. He'll tell you what he wants. He understands that he's in a, on a prove-it deal, and he understands that he's been banged up. But he also understands he has a Super Bowl ring and he can be a playmaker. That's what I like. So his his mentality going into training camp is that I'm here for you when you're ready. Because that's a play action down the field guy as well. Can take the still take the top of defense. So if he's your guy, there's ways to get other people the ball. You just gotta catch him. Because again, Aaron is not gonna throw interceptions, which is phenomenal. If he finished his career under a hundred interceptions. I don't think I would even believe it. I don't think any yeah, quarterback would ever with all those attempts 
have less than 100 picks? Because you would think that you're going to throw at least 100 picks. Well, and you got to think going through history, you know, you can argue about who's the greatest yeah. quarterback of all time, but if you were building a prototypical quarterback, what do you mm-hmm. want? A guy that is accurate, a guy that's got a lot of arm strength, a guy that's going to throw for a lot of yards, mm-hmm. and a guy that's going to throw for a lot of touchdowns, and a guy that's not going to throw any picks. That sounds like Aaron well, Rodgers to me. It's one more. You want to win a Super Bowl. No, 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 leave the Super Bowl out of it. Because if he's all that, he's going to win a Super Bowl. You got to have the Brett Favre mentality. I'm not scared to make that throw. Favre takes some chances, man. Sometimes you got to take some chances. Yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes you, you to, do. Because Josh Allen, he take a little bit more chances than you want, but at least he'll try it. Mahomes took a little bit too many chances. Yeah. And Rodgers, you know, these 50-50 balls, you're going to see some balls he's going to let loose a little bit. So his numbers, he could be MVP without Devontae Adams. Now he'll be in that conversation of greatest all time because they're going to say, man, this guy, ain't got, who's he got? Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? That's we'll why wrap they up. Love Tom Brady. We'll wrap up the Wendy's Big Show coming up next. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Big show, final segment here. Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Again, congratulations to Sparky and Kay on the birth of a new child. I'm Toby Altizer alongside Leroy Butler and Adam Roberts wrapping up here. And let me tell you, there's nothing better than eating Wendy's and then earning more Wendy's while you eat. I had no idea they had this new loyalty program, Wendy's Rewards. The entire menu's up for grabs. Whatever food you order directly through the Wendy's app, Wendy's website, or at the restaurant, it counts for points. Every dollar you spend, you'll earn 10 points. You can place your order for pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or website. You're good. That's literally all you have to do. Mobile and website orders, add rewards points, automatically done and done. It's the best, and it's so easy. Check out Wendy's rewards. So Mm. wrap it up here today. Packers training camp. Veterans report today, Aaron Rodgers shows up looking like Nicolas Cage from Con Air, (laughs) which is crazy. But it's so good to have football back, Leroy. It's so good to be talking all these different things, talking with Ryan Wood again. Nothing better than getting into all this stuff. As much as we love the Brewers, as much as we love the Bucks, nothing better than football season. Well, and they had an opportunity (laughs) to capitalize on it. Now is when they're probably going to start playing well, right? Exactly. Now they're going to force their way into the conversation when they had all summer long to have it, but now they're going to force their way into the conversation. If you look at some of these uh, GMs who are talking, um, uh, um, AR says, allegedly we should get some um, sound from uh, Goody and the head coach. They're pressuring some of these teams about getting receivers because, like, the Colts, uh, Chris Ballard, they asked him about uh, Julio Jones and um, Cole Beasley and Odell Beckham mm-hmm. bringing another receiver. So the Packers on the same thing with Christian Watson on PUP. Well, and I wasn't a fan of them considering OBJ because they need him for the He's whole season, you think. But you know what? I'd be fine if you bring him in for a playoff push. Why not? You're trying to win a Super Bowl here. It's not Thanks. just about... You know, if he's not there all regular season, but he's able to come in and help you on that playoff push, kind of like yes. he did with the Rams, why not? I don't yep. see why you wouldn't consider it. And he's still a solid receiver. I mean, you showed, he showed it out in the Super Bowl. He really did. All right, that's going to do it for today. For Leroy Butler, 
For Adam Roberts, I'm Toby Altizer. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.